We're on. We're on. We're on. We're back and we're on. On. We're on. We're back and we're on. We're on. We're back and we're on. That is the podcast where we drink a beer. All right, let's go. Let me change this. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining us once again. Oh. Let's just get right into it. Okay. Um, yeah, no cold open. Okay. But we do have ourselves a cold read. Rock it, buddy. The beer we have today is very special. It's from our friends at Hourglass Brewing. It's called the Enchanting Wizard of Rhythm, and it is a Gruet-style ale. Uh, the Enchanting Wizard of Rhythm is a 100% br- <laughs> br- Brett, br- you could have warned me about this one. I did warn you about it. You didn't tell me it's like in the first line. I literally said there's a big word in there. Brednomyces, fermented Gruet style ale that was fermented in an oak feed feeder. Feed feeders, a, that's a small word. It, it's spelled F-O-E-D-E-R. That's what he told us about. I know. I remembered. A blend of barley, wheat, and oats makes... A blend of barley, wheat, and oats makes for a complex foundation, while a small amount of peat-smoked barley lends the beer a touch of earthy smoke. Beet juice, horsehound, chanterelle, mushrooms, rose hips, and sweet gale are all added in the kettle to provide bitterness, color, and a beguiling array of aromas. Earthy, smoky, citrus, fruity, floral, tart, herbal, and malty. Take a sip and let the hijacked flavors tell you about the rhythms of the universe. (laughs) I appreciate you falling on that grenade for me, man. Man. Because you asked for that. I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah, well, it's not that easy, is it? You talk about bread and amices, okay? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we are really happy that you guys have joined us because this is episode 250. What? And we're about to have a really, really amazing time. Mm-hmm. You know why? Why is that? Because this is the One Beer and Podcast. <laughs> Fucking. Uh. Yeah. That's right, kids. This is the One Beer and Podcast. The podcast where two brews crack open a brew and see where that one brew takes us. My name is Marco Dupa. With me, as always, the great and powerful Adam Obesius Rodriguez. What's up, Brewskies? This is episode 250. And God damn it, we're glad to be here. Mm-hmm. Can't believe we made it here, kids. Brewskies of all ages. Uh, um, 21 and up, mostly. Hopefully. Hopefully. I yeah. mean, you know, anybody younger can listen to the show. Just don't participate in the show. Sure. Not until you're 21. 
21 and older. Or 18 if you're in Canada. I was going to say, unless you're overseas or in Canada. Yeah. Cheers, mate. Cheers. Mm. Mm-mm. 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 That's very interesting. Yes, the 250th episode. And we thought no better way to bring it in than to um, go grab a brew from our friends at Hourglass Brewing. Mm-hmm. And as always, they were generous enough to break us off a piece of a delicious beer. Um, we got to talk to Troy a little bit more uh, this this week. And it was... Um, it's really cool seeing... like. He's a guy who, I mean, beer culture was not like his first thing, right? You know, and and seeing the passion that he brings to it, and seeing like how quickly he's been able to amass like a lot of knowledge mm-hmm. of beer culture and you know what it takes to um, be. Number one, two is not a winner, and three nobody remembers. Just like that, yeah. Um, I think I messed that up, actually. I think it's three is not a winner, and two nobody remembers. Doesn't really matter. Doesn't really matter. <laughs> no, but it's really dope to see that, like, like how much he cares about it, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I was going to say even, even over, even more than beer culture, but kind of knowing about the product, you know, and, like, knowing yeah. about the science and... Oh yeah, the having boy, a passion the, for it. The boy could sell water to a whale. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. he's a good guy out there. Yeah, and it's and he, he you know he gave us a tour of their uh, of the sour glass mm-hmm. and uh, it's like a mad lab of yeah beers. It just basically, I mean, experiments. Like, basically, what they're doing is science experiments over there. Yeah, and it's really fucking cool. that'll get you drunk. Yeah, amazing. So if you're thinking of doing like a private event or something, mm-hmm. some kind of party, my wheels were turning. Let me yeah, just tell you. That. I know. I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> they got great rates over there. Uh-huh. It's a really nice space. Yeah. Check it out. So, yeah. Um, and we had, you know, we had a couple of them to choose from, but we decided we decided on this one um, for a couple of reasons. Main one being uh, a Gruet style ale was very interesting to mm-hmm. us because, first of all, if you've listened to the uh, podcast, you'll know that this is the first time that we've done anything like this. 250 mm-hmm. episodes, this is the first time that we've done a Gruet-style ale. Mm-hmm. And that's mostly because it's not a very commonly brewed style of beer. Right. Well, this one came out of uh, Sour Glass. Yeah. So, you know, it's one of those experiments. Yeah. So... Um, I'm not going to bore you with the details of, of, of what Gruet is and everything. Just know that February 1st is National Gruet Day. Mm-hmm. And if you're interested, you and if you're local, obviously, <laughs> you should definitely go out to Hourglass uh, this Saturday, which would be February 1st? I think so, yeah. Yeah, because the 30th. Yeah, February yeah, 1st. A, yep. Go out to Hourglass, and you can get what we're drinking. And I think they've got some other really cool shit out there. Mm-hmm. And they're just kind of, you know, they've got guys who are passionate about beer. Yeah. And you go there, and the people behind the bar are very knowledgeable. The brew masters are masters. masters. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. If you find yourself thinking, what should I do on this beautiful Saturday in the central Florida area, take your stankin' ass 
to Hourglass. Hmm. I think they could use that. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah, 250 episodes, brother. Yeah. Cheers to that. Cheers, Chomo. <laughs> Don't call me a Chomo. <laughs> <laughs> here, 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 here. Yeah, uh, ah, there it is. What a wild ride it's been. That's our. It has been. It has been. And uh, you know, talked about it. Oh shit! You gotta, you gotta edit that didn't, one too. Didn't you already? I did believe. No, out. I believed it. Oh, you I believed, believed it? it? I believed it. Yikes! Because <laughs> yeah. oh, it's funny to me. Yeah. So you gotta bleep that one. You have to remember to bleep it. All right, we'll see. Don't do that. Hmm. Don't do that. We'll see bullshit. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Maxim. Mm-hmm. You know, he brought he brought it up when he was on last week. Just the fact that, like, you know. What, oh, what we've been through, how long it's taken us to get here, <laughs> <laughs> and 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 you know he's got he's got he's got big bright eyes toward the future. I thought you were just complimenting him. Well, yeah, beautiful, beautiful, bright big, eyes, big brown ass. Okay, big <laughs> big ass, big ass. Actually, nice he doesn't have a big ass. He's a small waisted man. I know. And he knows this. He's very svelte. Yeah. We were we were at I think Ross or TJ Maxx and he was just he's looking at pants and I was just like, Oh, we're we're shopping in the little boy section. <laughs> and then he was like, Well, we're not in the big man section. I'm like, fuck mm, you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're not a thick daddy, and you never will be. No. Not okay. this rate. And you don't fucking deserve to be. Mm-hmm. Okay. It takes a lot of time, dedication. And and lunch. laziness and <laughs> a lot of, a lot of lunch mm-hmm. to get to where we are, buddy. All right, mm-hmm. this shit don't come easy. So, yeah, it what he was saying about it, and and you know, it's just it's it's two hundred fifty episodes, man. It's like you know, we we got more episodes than like some of these like big yeah big timers. Well, we've been pretty consistent, and they're making a lot more money than us. Well, but hey, we got we got beer. I'll I'll drink to that. Yeah. Glug 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 glug. Mhm. Mhm. We'll get there. We're looking for sponsors. Yeah. Any of you guys out there want to sponsor <laughs> an episode? We're looking for any and all sponsors. Please. If you have an independent business, mom and pop, mm-hmm. our literal mothers and fathers, mothers and fathers out there, <laughs> go fund me. <clears throat> yeah. So no, it's 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 uh I don't want to harp on it too much mm-hmm. um, because I mean I'm in the mood to I'm in the I'm in the state of mind of just kind of moving forward. Look at the future. Yeah, keep moving. Appreciating where we were, what mm-hmm. it took to get here. Yeah, and it's just awesome. Two hundred fifty, mm-hmm. we hit it. Let's just let's get two fifty more. Let's get to that five hundred. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like. Let's just keep fucking grinding, dog. Mm-hmm. Just keep working. It's always nice to remember that we started this because we like to get drunk together and ended up recording each other on a cell phone one time. Yep. So yep. to come from that to have an, having an actual show, yeah, it's pretty big. It so. is. It is. All right. No, no small feet. No. And we don't have small feet here. Absolutely not. What's cool is like now, now there's people, I get a lot of people, I don't know how often this happens for you, but I get a lot of people who are like, who asked me how how to do it, like how to start a show, like mm-hmm. what do you what do you need, like yeah. blah blah blah, and I tell them 
you can't do it, kids. You can't do it. You're not you're not as good as us. You're not yeah. You don't have the skills the raw talent. You don't have the 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 the, the sex appeal. The looks, yeah. The, the charisma. The beard. The beard. Yeah. I mean beard and a half. Not two beards, but it still counts. It counts. Yeah. I something. mean hey, people call it a beard now, okay? There you I don't go. force them to do it. Yeah. You know, I don't have them at gunpoint asking them to call it a beard. Unlike, just do. Un- unlike last year. Yeah. It was only a year ago mm-hmm. that you held people at gunpoint. That I that I had that I didn't have a beard. Oh. Yeah. I, I just remember you holding people at gunpoint, making well, them. Well, okay. Um, we're gonna talk about that on the show. Tell, we'll bleep it out later. Thank it's you. fine. But yeah, no. T- uh, uh, it's cool. It's cool. I like. I like. I like any any time that I can fucking help somebody do some shit like that. Um, what the fuck, man? What the fuck was that? <laughs> I just I accidentally slapped a can. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. Uh, no, it's 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 really dope. So anybody who needs help, advice, please don't hit me up. I don't want to. <laughs> We're far too busy. Yeah, yeah we, we got, don't need the competition. We got way too much going on. Uh, yeah, maybe we'll do like a uh, uh, tutorial on how to podcast one day. Yeah, we'll we'll do a seminar. Yeah, there you go. We'll invite we'll invite a bunch of people to the house, mm-hmm. and then we'll do like a like a Tony Robbins thing or something. Yeah, TED Talk. Like a TED Talk, how to do a podcast. TED Talk. I bet you there's like thousands of guys who are like, I could do that. Yeah, <laughs> I do I that. Do, <laughs> I do that. <laughs> I do that. Oh, yeah. That sounds like a good segue to something we want to talk about. Actually, is it? Yeah. Oh yeah, I guess it is, isn't it? <laughs> um, yeah. How how uh, were you one of those guys? Sorry, I was trying to find a program in here. Were you one of those guys who sat around and just watched Vine for hours on end? A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't think I don't know how much like when Vine was hot when it was popping mm-hmm. and it was just it was just fucking churning out stars what, what was it like eight years ago i don't know if it was that long ago but maybe it was Probably maybe, maybe it was that it. long ago. maybe it was that long ago um but yeah it was just it was just churning them out actually that was that was a drop from one of them uh-huh. from like a very com- like mm-hmm. you know they just all started using the same shit yeah, yeah. Doing the- it was uh, a we- it was it, a weird thing it, that became it became a meme you know like you just memeify your video yeah those things but just what's really strange is that like a lot of those dudes and ga- guys and gals mm-hmm. they all started to like they all like got together and like mm-hmm. um you know, they were doing like collaborations and yeah, yeah. shit and it was like youtube you know like the youtube creators collaborated and yeah all stuff. yeah that's true they, same they, thing they, with any platform really they all just well with any like it's a very new thing it's a very new frontier mm-hmm. to 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 have this like platform and and for everybody to because like it's not like a bunch of instagram stars meet up i guess and, so yeah and, you know what i mean like yeah so vine if if you don't know which you, i mean I don't know how you wouldn't know. But you're either too young or too old. Yeah. If if you're on TikTok right now and don't know what Vine is, you're on Vine right now. Basically. <laughs> yeah. Just, just it's just a ripoff. Yeah. With now now with Snapchat filters. That's mm-hmm. that's pretty much it. Yeah. 
Uh, but but Vine, Vine. Did you hear that? A little bit. Let's make sure. So anyway, Vine was a. Um, it was a platform where people just basically recorded six-second loop videos, mm-hmm. and I'll go on record as to say that the guy who created Vine, if he's not a part of the group that had the six-second films on YouTube, he definitely ripped them off because <laughs> they had those like a year or two before the before the app got created, yeah. and they were hilarious. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's neither here nor there. I just want to state for the record. Yeah, that your, existed. Your Honor, mm-hmm. I want to put on record, Your Honor, mm-hmm. that six-second films existed before Vine existed. Mm. Just for the record. Okay. All right. Thank you, Your Honor. But then Vine was created and almost instantly exploded. Mm-hmm. It was everywhere. Everyone had it. Everyone was using it. People were destroying things people were getting into accidents and traffic people were jumping out of their cars to dance on videos and shit getting hit by cars getting hit by cars it was mayhem madness and it made a couple of stars out of it too uh if you if you have any sort of inkling or any kind of uh um foot in the like internet side of entertainment mm-hmm then, you know, Jake Paul, Logan Paul, Cody Ko, Lele Pons, King Batch, uh, Hannah Stocking, all of these people started on Vine. Right. Amanda Cerny, um, whatever. The list goes on. A lot of, mo- a lot of them, most of them, I think all of them really started on Vine mm-hmm. uh, as far as like their, their, taking off point and now the logan brothers are boxers apparently <laughs> dude let me can i let me just segue Ugh. for a second let me just Do we gotta talk about the logan brothers i know not or not the, really about the logan brothers or, or the paul paul brothers, brothers. <laughs> <laughs> they're like mario yeah. just logan logan well, it's <laughs> logan logan and paul logan and paul logan um i i'm disappointed in Dazen, the app mm. because they're the ones who keep putting these guys in front of us. Is that how you pronounce it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I never knew. How did you think it was pronounced? Like Dazit or something? No, it's Dazit. Okay. <sighs> now you got me overthinking it. I said that, I said that with such confidence. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Um, As you do most things. <laughs> yeah. St- stick with it. Stick with it. I mean, if I cared about putting my foot in my mouth. Yeah. Yeah. We wouldn't have a show. Exactly. Yeah. So anyway, Dazin. Dazen, Dadazen. They're the ones who are putting this on. They're the ones who signed these guys. They're the ones who are putting on this fucking farce. Mm-hmm. And people are like, well, who cares? You know, it's just, it's not even really all that important, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. They're not really hurting anybody. And it's like, no, of course not. I don't give a shit what Jake Paul does and what Logan Paul. I, I don't care. Mm-hmm. What I care about is. And this is gonna sound fucking corny, but fly me. Mm, stop no, I'm just it! Kidding. Stop it! Don't. No, but no, but in all seriousness, mm-hmm. people may not take this seriously because we just talk so much shit. But I do yeah. really, really care about the integrity of combat sports, mm-hmm. sports in general. Yep. Like I know the reality of the situation is sports is dirty. Mm-hmm. A lot of it, 
the yeah, foundation I mean, they, of they sports. play in, in dirt and it's literally yeah in dirt makes sense and right why wouldn't they just take that to the next level and you gotta, gamble on their own team gotta bleach like those that. white pants i mean just just look at the astros i mean we're still cheating <laughs> yeah it's 2020 we're still cheating mm-hmm. that uh, <laughs> should be a t-shirt <laughs> it's 2020 we're still, still cheating. cheating so i understand the irony of me saying this, mm-hmm. be that as it may, I still care about the integrity of sports and combat sports. And when yeah. I see a company that was supposed to be the alternative to, you know, HBO and Showtime and ESPN mm-hmm. for boxing, they were supposed to be because they they signed fucking. Um, uh, I don't know if I don't know if Manny signed a deal with them, but I know. Mm-hmm. Um, Tyson Fury signed a deal with them to fight for them. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many fights. I think it was just one, one or two fights. And then they got uh, the Mexican guy, Ruiz. No, 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 no. I know, I, I know. No, the guy, the he fought Mayweather. He, he's, he's like the best. Spot. He fought Triple G. Jesus Christ! People who know fighting, they're just screaming <laughs> at the podcast right now. Yeah, they've driven off the road. I, I'm just spacing on his name. I can see him. Mm-hmm. I can see him. Shredded, little Mexican. He looks like a ginger. Mm-hmm. Looks Irish, but he's Mexican. Canelo? Canelo. Canelo mm-hmm. Alvarez. Thank yeah. you. They signed Canelo. So it's like, oh, they've got these big names, these guys who matter, right? Yeah. And then and then on the undercard of this Jake Paul fight is actual championship right. fights. Yeah, I heard uh I heard Rogan talking about that. Yeah. That's that's pretty crazy. That's fucking insane. If you yeah, if you're going to do a like spectacle show like that, you might as well make the entire card like just jokes. Right. You either do the whole card is just a bunch of YouTubers and shit or at least show some fucking respect to the guys who are actually fighting for something that matters. Right. Let them be the headliners the pro- and let the Jake, professionals or 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 be co-heads. But yeah. The fact, the fact that they're on the undercard of this just dog and pony show. Yeah, it, I mean, it doesn't make sense to me because what are they trying to do with that? You're not going to get like this this cross sell promotion going no. on. Like you're not going to get boxing, real boxing fans to watch exactly to see Jake Paul try or whatever. It's 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 just um, it's just to get as many eyes as they can per event. That's all yeah. that matters. That's what it seems like anyways, their business model is mm-hmm. not let's get a consistent um, organic fan base. No, it seems like what they want is as many eyes as possible per event. Yeah, I just don't see, I don't know, I just don't see that working. Like, I don't think anybody would pay for essentially half a real fight. Yeah, fuck that. Half a real card. No. No. Yeah. No. So, I, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, make it as outlandish as possible. Do it like uh, the celebrity boxing. Right. You know, like to make, make an entire card of celebrities. Right. C-list celebrities. Make them fight. You whatever. Couldn't, you couldn't pay me to watch that shit. Yeah. If you offered me money, I'd have to, I'd have to sit long and hard and think, like, do I really, even if, they, even if you're going to give me money, I'd have to think, do I really mm-hmm. want to sit down and watch this shit? Yeah. And I don't give a fuck. I mean, they say like uh, like Logan Paul, his brother, who who fought KSI. Jesus Christ, I know, I know too much about this. You shit. do. You watch too much YouTube. Yeah, I do. I do. 
They say that his that he he actually tried. I mean, he had fucking Shannon the Cannon in his corner, yeah. and you know what, Shannon? I'm disappointed. In you. <laughs> Shame on you. Shame for shame. Hey, you know what? You get your money, bro. Get your money. Mm-hmm. It's still let's go champ every day. I don't care about that, but I'm I'm ashamed of you. A okay? little, little disappointed. I'm a little disappointed that I have to go on uh, Cannon's Instagram and see fucking Logan Paul, Ugh. and I gotta see him. I gotta see Shannon. Like pretending like he cares, it's, just, yeah. it's disappointing. But it's still let's go champ. Hashtag chill champ chill. I feel like we're we're like cyberbullying the Paul brothers right now. I mean, if you brought those two in here in my house right now, they'd probably beat the shit out of us. Honestly, probably. Fuck them. Yeah, I'll cyberbully the shit out. Oh, of them. we we would fuck. we would try. Oh We'd no, try. I I definitely I'm putting up a fight. Oh we yeah, try. Yeah. But those two, those two, big, they're, they're big motherfuckers. They work out. Yeah, Logan they work Paul, out. They got, they, you know, they're like fucking lacrosse players and shit. Probably in high school. I don't know anything about them. I'm sure. But I assume, yeah, that they probably played lacrosse. Probably. And uh, you know, that's the kind of thing that, like, you could, you, you develop that body, and then you, you know, it's kind of like my brother, my eldest brother. He was, he did a bunch of like. <laughs> Why did you? You had another option there. What? You could have said oldest. Eldest is he an elf? Is, is are we in Narnia? <laughs> my my eldest brother. My eldest brother. Um, I don't know. This shit makes the most sense to it's me. Fine. Go ahead. My my oldest brother. Eldest sounds better. Thank you. It does. I just you know. Yeah. It's a fancy choice. That's all yeah. I'm saying. I don't know. It's the first. I'm a fancy boy. That's okay? fine. Go ahead. No, please continue. I'm sorry. He when he was in high school, he did volleyball. He he did he did I was gonna say professional swimming I mean he wasn't he wasn't Michael <laughs> Phelps but he uh, competitive swimming yeah. diving swimming and stuff like that mm. and and you know he worked out and so you get you get that kind of body that Athletic fucking V build. body yeah and then like it's kind of hard to lose that shit you know yeah. like well, even he, if you work out just a little bit mm-hmm. to maintain it you'll be fine I think it's mostly because uh, you just get that habit of working out all the time yeah so it's hard to break that habit it's yeah. not hard to get fat. It's just hard to stop with your lifestyle once yeah. you started it. You know, something has to change in order for you to be like, oh, I'm just going to be a piece of shit now, right? And drink beer and have a podcast. Hey, there it is. Whew. Hey, mm, 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 mm. Oh, you got to love it, baby. <laughs> That's my shit. <laughs> Speaking of YouTubers, so. Yeah, I mean, they're 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 gonna do what they're gonna do to make their money, and that's fine. I'm just disappointed that you know they were supposed to be a resource for combat sports. Yeah, whatever, fine. Mm-hmm. I just needed to get that off my okay, chest okay. because I've been thinking about it a lot. Yeah, I've been seeing Jake Paul everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's just this fucking goofball yep. of a person. Still, Doesn't even seem like a human being. He's still wildly successful. And despite himself, yeah, him and his brother, mm-hmm. uh, whatever. Anyway, they got really famous from Vine. Yeah, I was gonna say that's not what this is about. <laughs> and then, at the height of their power, vanished. Yeah, it died. Yep. They killed it. And I, I mean, from what I from what I saw, it was because like Instagram was getting popular with their Instagram stories, mm-hmm. 
and um, uh, Snapchat was getting big, and basically yeah. there was this exodus from the app because guys were, um, you know, a lot of a lot of viners were like, six seconds is cool, and that's like, that's like the bit, that's the joke, right? Right. But at the same time, like some of them, some of these guys actually are pretty good. Yeah. They're actually funny, and they're writing whole skits, mm-hmm. and they're like, well. This just isn't the platform for this anymore. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like, it was it was a fun starting off point. Vine was. Yeah. Because you, you're you're limited by that. That led to creative videos. Mm-hmm. But you can still do a six second video, just like you said, on YouTube if you want to. Mm-hmm. But then you're able to do an hour long video if you want to. Mm-hmm. So the flexibility of that, you know, it it, just, it leads to people going, "Do we really need Vine?" Yeah, really. Need, I mean, it put it in front of more people's faces more quickly. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you know, you, I think people grew out of it, especially <laughs> the big creators just grew out of it. Yeah. Well, a lot of the big creators, they weren't that good mm-hmm. to start off with. And mm-hmm. so if they didn't have a resource like Vine to start them off and, and help them develop their joke writing, because six seconds is literally set up punchline. Yeah. That's all it is. That's yeah. all you can get out of it. Mm-hmm. And so I think if you're trying to actually be a comedian, it's a really good, it was a really good resource for, mm-hmm. for joke writers. Yeah, it's a good challenge. Yeah. And so, you know, you get decent at that and then you can kind of expand the time frame a little bit and you mm-hmm. can kind of flesh out these ideas. Like you you could take one joke, like like SNL would take a sketch and go, well, what if we made this a feature-length film? Sometimes it hit and sometimes it didn't. Yeah. And I think that's kind of on a micro scale what these YouTubers or what these Viners were doing when they made this exodus to YouTube and Instagram and all this shit. Uh, but they kind of left Vine, you know, up shit's creek without a paddle, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Dick in hand, right. as they say. I think I added that last part. And uh, so the Vine just, I mean, the, the app just fucking died. Yeah. I mean, it literally died. There was rest in peace vine. It uh, died on the vine. Wow, man. It low-hanging fruit from the vine. Died on the vine. <laughs> and so, then, then for years, it was just all these uh, comp- compilations of mm-hmm. greatest. Oh, hits. they're still on YouTube. No, yeah. I sometimes I get really bored and I just <laughs> watch them. Yeah. And you know, I've watched them so much that I've realized like everyone watched the same vines. Mm-hmm. They're yeah, all the same fucking vines. You assume there are millions, but I think there's, you know, probably a good hundred that yeah. are just recycled. There, no, dude, there was there was a lot, a lot on my on my page that I that I liked and kind of mm-hmm. curated. Yeah. That don't show up on these things. And I'm not trying to be a hipster about it. <laughs> I think I just have like a really strange sense of humor, especially mm-hmm. with a resource like that. You just liked all the racist ones, didn't you? <laughs> no. Mm-hmm. Not all of them. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you this. Marlon Webb is a good example. He is fucking hilarious. Hmm. And he doesn't show up a lot in these um, compilations. Mm-hmm. Is he on YouTube now? Yeah. He's on YouTube uh, and he's on Instagram and, you know, doing his, doing what uh, all the rest of them are doing. Commentary videos, making a video of like, I, I, I go back and watch my old vines and react. Reaction videos, mm-hmm. stuff like that, mm-hmm. you know. Yep. Um, and he's still doing comedy sketches on like Instagram and stuff. So it's cool. He's 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 really fucking funny. I'll show you some shit later. But okay. his sense of humor is very very fucked up. <laughs> it's yeah. strange, and you're like, I don't really get the joke here. 
And so it was a lot of shit like that mm-hmm. that like doesn't show up on these. But look at all those chickens. <laughs> That's just funny. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't care. I don't care who you are. <laughs> That's just funny. Um, so let's get back to the narrative here. Draw my croissant. <laughs> made me drop my croissant. So the, the app dies. A bunch of compilations come out on YouTube and whatnot. And uh, and then and then you get musically musically happens mm-hmm. and everyone's like what the fuck is this it's just like a Vine knockoff only it's focused on music you just mm-hmm. do music voiceovers and stuff kind of niche and then it fucking exploded and I I guess I kind of jumped over Snapchat and Instagram's um, explosion but whatever you guys get that yeah. everybody still has it's those. still around That's how yeah. popular those things are yeah. Um, I guess it's I guess it's worth mentioning that Snapchat and Instagram really exploded during this like mass exodus of Viners mm-hmm. and like in this little this little time frame where Snapchat had just come out and everyone everyone downloaded it yeah um, but they were only for uh, uh, photos and then and then they had the and then they, they came out stories. with video capabilities and then, yeah. and then stories yeah. stories and then stories fucking exploded on everything that yeah. every every app needed to have a stories mm-hmm. section yeah um, and then even facebook came out with their yeah facebook no, i don't i've never i haven't once posted a facebook no. story no Mm-mm. fuck facebook which is weird because like i don't even know why they bothered with that because they're connected instagram and facebook yeah. so like why divide like that but are you are you though? Because I I've see, I see a lot of people posting the same the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you you can like link it like that, but I think you can separate yeah. it too. I I don't know. Maybe it is mostly linked from IG. Yeah. Well. Um. Anyway, so you get musically. Musically explodes, then musically for reasons that are unbeknownst to me, rebranded as TikTok. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're just you're just gonna have to ask somebody more informed because I just don't have the capacity anymore to know about that. My my knee jerk reaction is because musically in the name itself implies it's only for music, and TikTok doesn't. Yeah, TikTok so, doesn't imply anything, and I well, guess that's the point. It implies that there's a time limit. TikTok, TikTok, you know. I, I guess. What is this? The Watchman? Yeah, it's a tie-in. <clears throat> That was good, man. Thank you. We're never going to talk about that show again, though. Okay. <laughs> and um, then TikTok, it, it just is is currently exploding. Yeah. Getting more and more uh, viewers every day, more and more followers. Uh, my niece is on there, and she she she's she's actually really funny, mm-hmm. which is infuriating <laughs> and annoying and and really awesome mm-hmm. that she's. Like she's just so naturally funny. I mean, you know, she's not. She doesn't bat a thousand. There's definitely some on there. Yeah. Like, okay. She needs an editor. Yes. One hundred percent. Somebody to just kind of curate this a little bit. Like, look, look, look. You got. You found the joke. Now focus on that part because the rest of it, you just, you just wasting. Mm-hmm. You just wasting. You wasting everybody's time. Yeah. And then, uh, and and now, in the midst of all this. You heard rumblings of the of Vine coming back, Vine Part Two. 
I would say like maybe a year or two ago, there was a lot of, a lot of the old viners were like kind of getting excited, like oh shit, they might bring Vine back. And then uh, and then out of nowhere, on the anniversary of the uh, creation of Vine, mm-hmm. the guy who created Vine came out with uh, or his app went live. It's called Byte, B Y T E. I don't know why. Because as far as I can tell, it is literally Vine Part 2. It just, it's six second videos. Mm. It looks like the same thing. I think there's a focus on um, the creators, the content creators, and, and I don't know, the same kind of thing that they were doing late in the game with Vine, where they were collaborating with the creators and kind of giving them a lot more control and promoting them and all this stuff. I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I know the whole fucking thing. The reason that I bring this all up and I you know, I hope you all stuck with me <laughs> as we as we went down this road is it's just it's just really fascinating that it we're still coming out with apps like this. And I thought that we had hit the zenith of shit like this. Mm-hmm. I thought that we had hit the top of the mountain there was nowhere else to go. When we, at one point, we had Vine, Snapchat, mm-hmm. Instagram, like all, all the social media, like they were all there, all popping. And it was like, how many of these fucking apps do I need to have on my phone to stay relevant? Mm-hmm. And I thought we were done. Yeah. And then they just keep fucking making them. What is the point? And when, when is it going to end? <laughs> I guess <laughs> old man yells at cloud. <laughs> I explained all this. I, I brought everybody down memory lane just to kind of ask, when do when are we going to stop this? Why why does this keep happening? Why do this we keep like making a this? Shit? Ken Burns documentary. <laughs> what do we do here? What are we doing here? Um, I well, the thing with uh, you said it's called Byte. Byte is it B I T E or B Y T E? B Y T E. Okay, megabyte. Got it. Um, there's got to be some difference between that and the OG. Well, I hope so. Because, I mean, unless they're preying on people with, like, short-term nostalgia that want a, a simpler app to go back to six-second videos and that's it, I don't really see why people would redownload it. It would be amazing if that was the case, that people were so... That it came full circle. Yeah. That we got all these all these resources and all of this, uh, all this potential for making new shit and longer shit. Yeah. And everyone's like, I miss the limitations of six <laughs> seconds. <laughs> right. Right. I wouldn't be surprised, honestly. But that's the thing. Like, you say there are so many things out there, and there are, but I feel like all of them have their place. So, like, you think? Well, the ones that the ones that are successful, the ones that have worked. So, you know, you talked about IG stories. IG stories are like. You know, they're for sharing. They're, they're something that goes out to the public. You post it out and you let people look at it, right? Yeah. Uh, Snapchat. It's for private stuff, you know, like wieners. I was about to say, how many dick pics are you sending? Oh, buddy. <laughs> um, dick snaps. Dick snaps. Oh, that sounds awful. <laughs> Never combine those two words again. Dick chat. Dick chat. Dick chat. That just sounds like a, a talk show about dicks. Yeah. I just talk shit like, starring dicks. It's, it's a male uh, vagina monologues. <laughs> right. Dick chat. Um, yeah, no, but it, it's for, 
you know, personal stories that you send to specific people. Yeah, if you're not famous. Yeah, exactly. You're not on their stories page or whatever. Right. Um, Snapchat, ho. That's like not, that's not the place for it. You can use it for that, but for the most part, that is for one-on-one interactions and posting more personal stuff generally. Yeah. Right. So that's why those two were successful, I think. You know, and, like and and Facebook is for your old racist relatives. Yes. It's it's only to talk on chat to your aunt. Yeah. On Christmas. Yeah. Um or, yeah. or when you lose your phone and you have to communicate with people. Right, right. When you can't text. Yeah. And you're like if you need to talk to me, send me Hit a me message here. on Facebook. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying, like a lot of these can do a little bit of everything, but they have their place. And that's why everybody has those separate apps. They don't use one app for everything. Yeah. But if if we're getting basically just another this, version of something that already died, yeah. it's not going to work out. No. There's no there's no room for it still, you know? But it people will go back to it because again, this, like the short-term nostalgia that we have. Mm-hmm. Um but I don't know. Unless it does something interesting that we don't really know about right now, I don't see it being successful. Yeah. It'll die right back out. Yeah, and I just I just wonder about the guy who uh who who created Vine and then and then brought it back as this thing. It's like um is what is the goal here? To, you know, and how much how to much fight TikTok? I mean, you're not going <laughs> right. to you're not going to win. Going to war with TikTok? No. Yeah, no. No. Not now. I mean, TikTok TikTok has been taken over by the two fan bases that will never let shit like that go. Fucking children and boomers. Yeah. So, and and fucking Koreans. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. A lot of of K-pop is on there. Okay. Like K-pop fans? Yeah, a lot lot of K-pop fan pages and shit. Okay, okay, yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of fan pages for for other people. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many like actual celebrities are actually have. on there. Yeah, yeah. I know. Th- I know there's a handful of them, mm-hmm. but I think most of them do it as a joke. Yeah. Even even like people who aren't comedians kind of just have it as a joke. Well, it's because there's so much bad content on there that. Yeah. 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 I mean, I don't remember Vine just being a fucking cesspool like tiktok is yeah for some reason i feel like tiktok has been um i don't know more like open i I feel like more people have have felt the ability to share on on tiktok than they were on vine yeah what i don't know what that is i don't know why I don't know what the difference between Vine and TikTok is because some weird accessibility thing. Yeah, like, that. But that's the thing. But why? Why? Why is TikTok? Why? 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 That's also a classic Vine. Yeah. I don't know why TikTok is seen by so many boomers as like uh, just some just some fun thing to do, and mm-hmm. why Vine wasn't looked at that way yeah because to me they seem to be advertised to the same person Mm -hmm. right yeah like i mean tiktok i mean forget who's actually using it Mm -hmm. think about how it's advertised yeah i mean uh, those ads are awful dude remember that that sell ad that it would go from the one to the other and they were all like singing oh dude Ooh. 
Oh, I don't think I could. I just every time I saw it, like my body just just mm-hmm. tensed up from yeah. from cringe. There was one with a somebody doing Borderlands cosplay. Oh god, it was rough. Yeah, yeah. There's one where it's some some somebody was doing um, uh, uh, Alice in Wonderland. They weren't doing Alice in Wonderland. They were doing Johnny Depp's version of um, the Mad Hatter. Remember, remember that one? that one, and then and then it jumps down to like some girl, and she's like, what the, what the? Oh, <laughs> dude. Every time I saw it, I wanted to snap my laptop in half. Just you making that noise doesn't doesn't it doesn't it make you want to punch me? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it, it raises my cackles, if you will. <laughs> it just makes you like, fuck you. Yeah, Ugh. I don't like that. No. No, because it sucks. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I guess. So it 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 was uh, advertised to teens and kids. Yeah, mostly. Yeah, and 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 for some reason, for some reason, fucking boomers took over on that. Yeah, I don't know where did that transition happen. Was it was it like parents of these kids or? Yeah, maybe a lot of them getting included in the vines, and then they're like. Or uh, TikToks. Or grandparents even, you yeah. know? like Some, A lot of old people, man. Yeah. A lot of people doing just weird stuff, man. We've talked about Christina P's uh, obsession with it. Yeah. The comedian Christina Pajitsky. Mm-hmm. I mean, her obsession with it is is um, to our benefit. Yeah. She curates this. <laughs> Amazing. Just, yeah. You go on her Instagram stories. I don't know, man. It's like, I, I'm getting to the point where I'm like, fuck man i don't want to get left behind but mm-hmm. i'm gonna get left behind by some of this shit well we're we were considering uh getting our own TikTok. No, i think we should still do that because i think yeah. it would be funny like yeah. again doing it for the bit is funny to me yeah actually having it and keeping up with it sounds exhausting yeah i don't want to do that yeah so anybody who wants to keep up with our tiktok <laughs> uh call me at five 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 no we'll let everybody know when we make that bad boy yeah of course yeah, mm-hmm. and then they'll probably just be mostly. We're gonna shit post on it. Is what we're yeah, gonna yeah, do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So look forward to that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. I just do. I just just to kind of put a button on this. I don't look forward to <laughs> what new apps are coming out. I just don't. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's the main thing. I, I think. It's fine if more come out, but they have to do something unique or they have to fix a problem in the ones that are currently out. Yeah, and I mean, what's the problem with... I mean, Twitter is perfect beyond the fact that... Except for the it, white nationalism right, part. Right, yeah, but, you that's know. What I, that was what I was going to say. It just, <laughs> it, just, it just pulls together some of the worst human beings on the planet. Mm-hmm. But other than that, <laughs> it's, mm-hmm. it's great. You Let know. me ask you something. Do you prefer old school Twitter where, you know, the the character limit was shorter or do you prefer the modern one? Old school Twitter. Okay. I liked I liked the fact that people had to be concise mm-hmm. with what they said. The argument against that was always you can't have nuance in a tweet. So a lot of times that would lead to people saying terrible shit without fully explaining themselves. Well, that's on them. Okay. Uh, the the way that I feel about that is choose your words correctly. Mm-hmm. I I don't I don't agree that your that character limit limits you from getting your point across. Mm-hmm. Because if you're if you feel that way, 
don't tweet it. Yeah. No one's no one's forcing you to do it. You could put out a statement and have all the characters you want. You're the one who's choosing to tweet it. And and that's on you, dog. If yeah. you feel like you can get your point across in 140 characters and then the shit gets misconstrued because you didn't know how to abbreviate it or you didn't know how to get the thought correctly out there. Yeah. That's your fucking fault. Yeah. I mean, obviously people who misconstrue something and if you truly didn't mean to say it the way that it came across, obviously, like you said, it doesn't leave a lot of room for nuance. But no, I just I feel like the onus is on you to have a clear and concise thought. Yeah. That's what I liked about it. It forced you to choose every single word carefully. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, it's you got to know your platform. So if you can't yeah. say it concisely, don't say it on there. Don't say it on there. You should just be able to, hey, look, I don't like that they I don't I don't like that. Yeah. You know? Boom. Here's a picture from the notes app. Right. Um Yeah, and you know, I I I mean, I go back and forth in my head because I like the fact that, you know, there's, there's, believe it or not, there's some really twisted positives to um, a platform like Twitter and the fact that, like, you know, we have this uh, political discourse that we have because it, it <clears throat> opens us up. And, and it opens the door and the window onto the shitty people of the world. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're, they are no longer hiding. Yeah. And to me... Unless they have a, uh, an anime yeah. avatar. Yeah. The anime avatars might be the worst human beings on the planet. <laughs> they just say some of the shittiest things to people. Yeah, well, you can when you're an anime character. Yeah. But... You know, if you're if you're if you're putting yourself out there with your opinions and stuff, and then and you have to back it up. You yeah. know, you have to back it up, and also we get to see the shitty people. We get to like, you know, you get to see which one of your friends has like shitty opinions. Yeah, and and not just your friends, but like you get to like the people who like people get upset when say you know somebody does something wild. And then the first thing that somebody else does is find like what school they go to or where their job is and mm-hmm. shit. And then they immediately send it to their employer and they're like, this is the kind of person you're employing. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. person gets fired or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they get upset because it's like, damn, son, I mean, they made one mistake and now they lose their livelihood. And that is not what we wanted. <clears throat> yeah. Um, and uh, to that, I say, don't be a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, in my eyes... If you're doing something that's truly just a mistake and is really not that bad and and the internet is maybe taking something too the Twitter far, mob comes after you. Yeah. Then I think most of the time, not all the time, most of the time common sense will prevail. And mo- yeah. most people would be on your side and be like, "Look, that wasn't that bad. Mm-hmm. We get it." But most of the time the the fucking posts that go viral and the people who lose their jobs mm-hmm. are the ones screaming the n-word they're the ones who are go back to your country mm-hmm. they're it, it's those people yeah those people i don't feel sorry for well how do you feel about if they were like 15 when they said those things that is a different story and that's a good question mm-hmm. because that 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 i that i believe that one's tough because on the one hand i didn't 
I didn't have racist thoughts when I was 15. Right. You know what I'm saying? I, but but I will say I've definitely said some shitty stuff when I was that age. Mm-hmm. And if I had a platform where I felt comfortable to say everything that was in my head at the time when I was 15. Yeah. And that shit was recorded forever. Mm-hmm. Then, yeah. Well, and you also be- have the, the benefit of, you know, growing up in a multicultural family yeah that doesn't hurt and most of the time community for the most part yeah so you know you were exposed to a lot of stuff whereas some kid in fucking kansas or something might not have that yeah might be exposed to some racist assholes who say i mean but is that that that's that's an excuse i mean it has to be consideration doesn't it that your environment has a lot to do with your view of the world right I get that to a point. But I'm, I'm saying if they're not that way anymore, if they are continuing that as an adult. No, no, no. I, I'm, I'm, I'm saying before we even get there, a, per, a kid who's 15 years old and has that point of view because that's their environment. Like I said, I, I, I can empathize with that to a point. But mm-hmm. at the same time, if you're posting on Instagram and Twitter and you have access to the internet and you have access to multicultural people and you have access to many cultures and there is no excuse for ignorance anymore any question other than the meaning of life Mm -hmm. and if god is real any question you have you can google it but let's say i don't know if you're raised in a uh, a family a household that let's say they hate Mexican people, all right? You grow up your entire life, never seeing a Mexican person probably, Mm -hmm. being told they're the worst kind of people ever, you never want to deal with them, they're terrible, they do this, that, and whatever. What's going to lead to you going on the internet if you're told that your entire life and you believe it? Mm -hmm. Because what else do you know? What's going to lead to you to go on the internet and go... Are Mexicans bad people? Like, I mean, but but that's, I think that's something that goes from person to person because mm-hmm. I, I I truly believe that somebody who, the person that you're describing, could very well hit the age of fifteen, sixteen, and go, are Mexicans that bad? Mm-hmm. And Google it and find yeah. out and and look at videos and 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 talk to people and you know make friends with with people. Because of their natural curiosity. Mm-hmm. Now, on the other side, if they search that query exactly, are Mexicans bad people? They're probably going to find some bad stuff too. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So uh, the internet is full of terrible information, right. false information, a confirmation bias. You can basically exactly just so answer it, your own question. If you're looking for that, and you see a, a you know a couple articles saying that Mexican people are actually nice people and hardworking people yeah. and good people, you're going, go, eh, you know, right. whatever. Right. I don't believe that. Yeah, but then I mean, I think that that person is kind of shitty. Like they're not, they're not actually looking for answers. They're yeah. looking for confirmation bias. Right. I'm not saying that that's the end all, be all of that question. Like mm-hmm. that's not the answer. I'm, I'm not yeah. saying that. Like I'm, I'm uh, stone cold putting the wall up on, on <laughs> the wall. Don't use that word. <laughs> On, on people who are like that. Like people, I do think that you can grow and you can learn and, and mm-hmm. being judged on your thoughts at, when you're a teenager is ridiculous. Yeah. Well, but, yeah, I, but, I, but mm-hmm. 
that does need to come into account as to who you are as a person mm-hmm. because those are your formidable years yeah those are the you know I, i'm not saying that a 15 year old is same as a 30 year old but there are i mean i have a lot of similar views i had at 15 that i have now at 29 mm-hmm. yeah so at like uh like uh what was that one bitch that got in trouble Camila Cabello or whatever her fucking name is. Mm-hmm. She's like 21, 22. I don't know. She's young. Yeah. But, I mean, she was saying, I off, mean. Off the wall stuff. The bitch was out of pocket. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then she turned, I mean, once she got caught, she mm-hmm. was, you know, I, I've learned and I was just saying that wild stuff, you know, just to blah, blah, For blah, blah, attention. Yeah, I didn't and know it, how powerful the word was. And it's like, but you did, though. That's yeah. why you said it. Right. It's it said for shock value because yeah, you, you know knew? it's hurtful. Yeah, you know I it's a bad just, word. What are you talking about? Yeah. Like, that pisses me off. Just yeah. admit it. You I, Look, I would have more. I would sympathize more with a person who was like, look, man, I said some shitty stuff because I was trying to get a rise out of people. Mm-hmm. I knew that it was bad. And I, I said shitty things because I was a, I was a little douchebag when I was a kid. And I was yeah. trying to get under people's skin. I was mm-hmm. trolling. I thought that that was, that was funny to me when I was a kid. Right, I right. went on fucking 4chan and shit. And I thought it was funny. But I have learned the error of my ways. I, I, I'm not that person anymore, mm-hmm. and I know that some people aren't going to believe this mm-hmm. because some people see that, and, and then that's it. That's their judgment of who I am. But right. if you can if you can see blah, 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 yeah, basically, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know? But, to, but to, don't fucking tell me that you don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was clear. It was clear that she was trolling with that. Yeah. So, well, whatever. I've asked people. I've asked people in my life. If they've said it before, if they've said the N word before, mm-hmm. and why did they say it? Yeah. And they all had the same answer. Mm-hmm. Yes. And because they knew it was the worst word that they could think of at the time. Mm-hmm. So don't pretend like you don't know. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Like, you know that. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows that. And a kid growing up in that environment, you're especially kids now Mm. you're a child of the internet you're born literally palming an ipad that's what your parents put in front of you to shut you the fuck up so they don't have to look at you for an hour (laughs) like i hate my kid's face (laughs) that's that's how you grew up yeah so any kid now who's i mean i just i'm i'm starting to lose my patience and empathy for kids who still do shit like that mm-hmm. i still have it because i would hate to be like i said before i would hate to be judged on that level the way these kids are getting judged but at the same time i'm starting to lose my patience with them yeah because they have dog when we were there when we were kids what did we have we were just getting the internet yeah like really getting it, mm-hmm. you know. People always say like, "Little oh, yeah, the internet since like the '80s." Blah blah blah. No, we didn't. Not the real. The not the real yeah. internet. Yeah. If I wanted an answer, we had to go. To, what did we have to do? Fucking encyclopedias, dog. Yeah. Everybody yeah. had the A to Z mm-hmm. encyclopedias. If you wanted to know something, that's how you Googled something. If you didn't have those, you go to the library. Yeah, that's how you learned shit. Yeah. Most people that I knew, anyway, we had 
maybe one PC in the house that everyone used. Mm-hmm. And you didn't go on there to look up information. You went on there to play fucking Internet Jeopardy and shit. You know? We played uh, Oregon Trail. <laughs> Very slowly look at porn. Yeah. Uh, but now, dude, there's just no excuse for being ignorant. Mm-hmm. You're choosing to be ignorant. I've said it before and I'll say it again. Any question that you have, you can just look it up. There's no excuse for you to be on Twitter or on Instagram saying out-of-pocket shit other than because you want to. Well, and it's not only that, but culture has changed so much in that time. You know, right. we, we are more progressive, more right. accepting than we ever have been. And, and not to say that things are perfect because, you know, there's still people being shit on and things aren't great for everybody but that being said we're still leaning in a direction of progressivism yeah. you know there's more uh, lgbtq plus is way more accepted accepted than it was when we were kids yeah um i feel like you know nowadays a lot of people don't even think about uh, color barriers and stuff like that yeah because in culture it's it's now consideration uh, in in um in media you know like how representative things are. And a lot of people complain about that, but you know, it's, I think overall a good thing because you're exposed to more cultures. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like for that example, like that kid in Kansas or whatever. Now, if he turns on the TV or goes on YouTube, there's probably gonna be a person of color on there. There's probably gonna be a gay person on there or something, right. some kind of exposure to another culture. That's not his own. Exactly. So just yeah, yeah, at least have a cursory knowledge that other types of people exist. Exactly. And they're still people. Right. And they have opinions and they're, you know, not these monsters or whatever that your family or your church or your community may make them out to be. And that's exactly the reason why it's hard for me to feel sorry for these, yeah. for these kids. That I mean, that, that I'll definitely agree with. Um, so. But but yeah, I mean yeah. To to judge a kid like there was that I forgot what this kid's name was, but he was a baseball player who, you know, he said some out of pocket shit when he mm-hmm. was a kid, and then um, as soon as he got drafted, or he was rumored to get drafted, you know, really high. All of this shit comes out, and it's like, oh, that's right, he was piece, he was garbage kid. But it's like, I mean, whatever, man. Yeah. You know, like I just I just feel like. Like they're not. I mean, you know, like, like for for an athlete, for instance, he's not a fucking public representative. I was, was going to say not to minimize shitty behavior, but you know, he's not running for Congress. Yeah, he's, you know, yeah, he's not enacting any laws. He's like he's throw not, a ball. Yeah, exactly. Just don't root for his team. You think he's a shitty kid? Don't right. root for him. Whatever. Yeah. So now he should he shouldn't be able to follow his dreams because he was a he was an edge lord when he was fifteen. <sighs> right. Like. I just I don't agree with that. I definitely don't agree with that. Yeah. So it it it's uh, it's it's very complex, and the problem is it gets painted with a very very thick broad paintbrush, mm-hmm. and that that's that's not the way that these things should be handled. And no. I, and the problem is technology is moving faster than human beings. Our brains just aren't, they're just not developed enough to keep up with how quickly technology is moving. Our access to each other, 
and our want for attention mm-hmm. and our, we we just don't know enough about human behavior and and I don't think that p- human beings are empathetic enough yeah to really like I, I think that there's a lot of people who are either either they are currently or they have been shittier than they lead on mm-hmm. And they don't admit that shit so that they can have the moral high ground. Mm-hmm. To judge other people. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that there's so much, there's so many more people who could empathize with a person, you know, doing something shitty or saying something mm-hmm. shitty, but they don't want to put themselves out Of there. course not. Because, yeah, they don't want to out themselves. Right. They want to have that moral high ground because then they can jump on the dog pile. Right. When somebody gets called out. Right. So, yeah, it's, you know, the, the entire thing of the don't throw stones in a glass house, right, yada, right, yada, right. yada, you know. But that's the thing, though, man. Like, that's that's what fucking, that's what we do. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, we're not, we're not keeping up with how quickly this shit is. And people mm-hmm. are just like, oh, man, I just, we don't know what, we don't know what technology is doing in our brains. <laughs> it's a scary thought. Yeah, yeah. What what it's actually doing to people. I mean, for me personally, I, I can tell you it, it exacerbates my anxiety. Mm-hmm. 100%. I can tell when I'm going into like an anxious, depressive state when I'm constantly on my phone. Yeah. I, I've caught myself a few times where I literally just jump from app to app to app to app refresh 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 what am i missing what am i missing what am i missing yep give me some give me something give me something new something to latch on to some feeling come on we need something here mm-hmm. i'm just like what are you doing what are you doing what are you freaking out about turn the thing off turn it off yep. walk away focus on something else but it's so hard to do mm-hmm. and i can only imagine kids that grow up with this in their hands at all times and mm-hmm. uh, you know a, a tablet since they could before they could read mm. i don't know how they're gonna make it i'm barely making it yeah i don't, I don't know if they're gonna man it's tough it's mm-hmm. tough so anywho I'm afraid. I'm afraid for my niece dude yeah because she you know she'll say some stuff sometimes where i'm like oh no <laughs> oh no it's you're addicted to it's this, affecting you? you yeah no but yeah well, I think the main the main takeaway is you can't let social media dictate uh, your self worth. Yeah, and you can't let it uh, take over for you know your real life. Yeah, easier said than done. One hundred percent. That's why I mean I really I really try to uh, more now lately than I ever have. Just try to be in the moment. Yeah. Sometimes it's hard. Sometimes you, it's become muscle memory. Mm-hmm. That's what's really fucked up about it. Yeah. You don't even think, it's almost like breathing. Mm-hmm. You just, you get into a moment where I'm not engaging with other people. Mm-hmm. I'm not engaging with what's going on. Like if you're, if you're out, you're not listening, the music's just droning on. Maybe your friend went to the bathroom or the converse, there's a lull in the conversation. And instead of just sitting, and being in the moment, you're like, "Why? Well, I, I have, I have to be looking at something." Yeah. But we're getting to a point where we're doing it subconsciously. Mm-hmm. 
And that's that's fucked up. Yeah. That's messed up. Well, and it's even more than that. It's like you, you need constant uh, connection, too. Yeah. So it's like, you know, looking at my phone. Did she text me? Did she text me? Uh, did I get a notification? Yeah. Did, did somebody like my picture? Yeah. You know, like it's one of those things that like, and if it doesn't happen, you don't get that dopamine kick yeah. and you're left like feeling like a, a an addict that didn't, didn't get that hit. Right. And, and it just, it, it can affect you in that moment. You can get a little sad, you know, and you, you, you feel empty in an area that didn't need to be filled. You, right. It's like a pocket you created just for it to be empty, just for you to feel shitty. Yeah. Because if you weren't, if your if your self worth wasn't based solely on how many likes you got on a picture or how you know if more than one person is texting you or so on and so forth, mm-hmm. if it was based in other things, like you wouldn't even have that hole to fill. Right. You'd be content in the moment. Right. And you would deal with those things when they occurred naturally. We made this hole in ourselves to fill that to fill it. Mm-hmm. Like you, we dug it out just oh, yeah. to fill it. Oh, and I'm fully aware when it happens, when you know I, you do get that message or you do get that notification. It's like, oh, oh yeah, that's that's the stuff, yeah. baby. Yeah, stick it into my veins. You get enough like, of them, and you're like, yes, yes, mama, we made it. So yeah, I know it's totally unhealthy, but no. you know we're here. What are we gonna do? You gotta try to disconnect as much as you possibly can, but you know it's just. I mean, everybody listening, you're listening on your cell phone, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I don't, maybe we're too far gone. Maybe we're too far gone. But I think it's important that everybody just take at least five minutes for your day. Just put your phone away. Yeah. Just exist. See how that feels for a minute. It's going to suck. You're going to get itchy. You're gonna... Existing sucks. It... <laughs> oh. Existence is pain. Uh... All right. How do we... How do we get out of this? You know, can, you know, there's there's a bummer coming. I can only think of one more thing to talk about, <laughs> and it's not going to get any better. It's not getting any better. Maybe we there's some we got we got we got to put a bumper. We got to put a bumper. Oh, God, I can't think of anything good right now. They know. They know. They know uh, what's coming. Yeah. All right. Well, let's just do it. Let's just do it. We'll end with the beer, and that'll be good. All right. Fuck it. Mm-hmm. Kobe Bryant. Mm-hmm. We won't. We're not going to talk too much about it. No, because it's been about a week now. It's been about a week. It's been. Thank you. We we need that. <laughs> and uh, I mean, we're not going to be able to um, have the words or the nuance or the emotional connection to adequately state better than his wife, his teammates, his friends and family, how much he meant to the world and to them. So we're not going to try to do that. Um, I think we would would just be remiss if we didn't at least mention it. Yeah, acknowledge that it happened. Because he, he created such an impact in the world now on this show 
if you're a loyal listener, you'll know that sports isn't a big part of the show, mainly because the way that it was set up in the beginning was we wanted to basically form like Voltron and kind of find common ground amongst us. Mm -hmm. When there was more of us, when we had more guests, things like that. Mm -hmm. And so... Sports kind of fell by the wayside uh, because it just wasn't, there wasn't enough connective tissue there. Yeah. So, because we both kind of, I vaguely watch sports, but you, you watch more sports than I do, but there's not enough distance between us. Right. To make that an interesting conversation. Right. Exactly. So, um, but the reason that I bring that up is because, uh, if you didn't know any better, if you only know us through this show, you wouldn't know that. I mean, I mean, that's all that pretty pretty much do is just mm-hmm. listen to music and just keep up with all sports. Mm-hmm. Um, and basketball, I mean, that was that was that was it. That was my life for a really long time. Ball is life. Ball is life, baby. Mm-hmm. Played basketball all the time. Had all of the NBA 2K games. I mean, we talked about that on the podcast. Yep. Um, and for me, we'll just we'll just share a quick little Kobe memory or Kobe connection, mm-hmm. and then we'll get out of here. Okay. For me, being that you and I both um, are when when we came into like cultural consciousness, I'll say. Mm-hmm is around, I mean, around like seven, eight years old, you really start to look at your surroundings. Mm-hmm. And you really start to understand, I am a kid in this really large world. Because before that, none of that shit matters. No. You're just, you're just fucking Existing. flying by the seat of your, yeah, it just doesn't matter. But you get to a certain age where you start to kind of understand, like, all right, I, I get it. I am in elementary school. And I want to be older. I want more friends. I want to be more popular. Mm. You have the concept of cool. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And nothing in my eyes was cooler than fucking basketball players, man. Mm -hmm. They just were like the epitome. I mean, I based a large chunk of my life, my personality, my look on Allen Iverson. Mm -hmm. He's my favorite player of all time. I've said it before. I I I was obsessed with the guy. Like every every fucking thing that he did, I was just he was the coolest motherfucker on the planet. Mm-hmm. I I grew my hair out and got braids partly because of him. I have tattoos partly because when I was a kid, that was the first guy I saw that I thought like that's that dude is so cool. Yeah. And I was like I want to look like that. Mm-hmm. And it never left me. <laughs> if to this day I'm 29, I have tattoos partly because of Allen Iverson. Yeah. So sports is a big thing, and 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 those guys got into the league around the time that we started to understand our place in the world and understand. I'm when when we were kids, we were watching Michael Jordan as like a just a, a he's almost like a figment of my imagination, mm-hmm. because first of all, I was too young to really understand what he was doing, really yeah. understand his greatness. I just knew that he was the greatest of all time. I just mm-hmm. knew that. Yep. Without having to see anything. Yeah, it's like knowing Jaws is a good movie. Right. You just know. Right. Because it's just part of the cultural consciousness. Mm-hmm. But Kobe Bryant 
Shaquille O'Neal, Allen Iverson, Tracy McGrady, guys like that. Like that was our generation. We grew up with those guys. Yeah. Kobe Bryant came in the league '96, I think. '96 was his first year in the league. '97. I mean, that's when we're six, seven, eight years old. That's when you first started watching. That's when I really first started watching basketball for real and like yeah. watching it every day and shit like that. My entire life, Kobe Bryant has been there. Yeah. And he just, I mean, it's just hard to put into words like that. Just this thing, this constant thing that's always there. And then it's gone and you're like, but I didn't even know this guy. Mm -hmm. And yet I feel so strongly for this person. Yeah. They're like, you mourn the death of somebody that you never never come in contact with. But I mean, that's the power of celebrity and that's the power of, of, of sports. And that's the power of being somebody who, you know, he, he made a lot of mistakes and you got to see him in real time learn from those things and atone for those sins and, and try to be a better person. Mm-hmm. And, you know, some people don't feel that way. Some people still don't, you know, like him. Some people still think that those mistakes that he made were enough that he should be canceled forever. I don't agree. Mm-hmm. I won't go into detail. Obviously, it's another fucking hour of this yeah. podcast. <laughs> uh, but I think that he tried really, really hard to atone for those sins. And, you know, it was inspiring to see somebody make those mistakes and try to come back and and try to be a better person and i don't know it was just really he just seemed like he was just trying so hard to just do good yeah in in his way you know he wasn't out there like being fucking mahatma gandhi or anything mm-hmm. but like in his way like stressing hard work and grinding and and you know and then and then it's just fucking gone. Yeah. And I, I don't know. This one hit me really weird. Mm-hmm. Like I, I honestly like didn't think it was appropriate to post anything for a couple days because I was like, anytime I saw anybody doing anything other that wasn't Kobe related, mm-hmm. I was like, not now. Yeah, I was just like, it's kind of inappropriate. <laughs> and it's like it was from people who like have no connection to the sports world or right, the right, entertainment right. world, and sometimes it's people who like. Oh, that's too bad that that person died. But like, I don't watch basketball. I don't know anything about him. Like, I don't. No offense, but I don't care. And it's like, it's kind of inappropriate that you're talking right now. Like, you shouldn't be talking. You should be posting about Kobe Bryant. We're in mourning right now. Yeah. So, yeah, that's 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 my thought on it. Yeah. Uh, For me, I actively remember hating Kobe. Yeah, you're a Knicks guy, so. Yeah. So I I actively remember hating him, and uh, it was only because he was so good. Yeah. That's the only reason why. Yeah. So, you know, and obviously. Well, you hate him as a sports guy. It's not. For sure. Yeah. For sure. So in, 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 you know, in hindsight, it's, it's out of respect. Right. The, the hate was out of respect, but yeah, you're right. He was a constant in, in the zeitgeist of sports. Uh, you know, the down to the saying Kobe, when you toss garbage away. Right. Um, so yeah, I mean a cultural staple, and like you were saying, uh, in his post career life, which wasn't even that far in, right? You know, he was doing good things, and for all intents and purposes, being a really great dad, and 
you know, that entire element is heartbreaking in this, in this thing. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I won't say more than, you know, it, it definitely was surreal to see that news online. And, uh, yeah, I mean, again, I was never a big Kobe fan, but that's only because he was so goddamn good. Yeah. So, I mean, I, and, and it sucks that we're robbed of, you know, the potential that he had of, of, you know, being a, a dad to his kids and coach and other people coming up and, <clears throat> right. you know doing doing other good things in the world because that seemed to be his trajectory yeah at the time of his death yeah so it's just really unfortunate really shocking and you know i I think it's just one of those things that even if you even if you don't know anything about kobe bryant it it should be a lesson to you that you know you never know Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. kiss your babies tell people you love you love them Mm -hmm. and uh you know live Live the way you want to because you never know when your time's up. That's right. So. Yeah. And in the spirit of that, mm-hmm. let's talk about this beer. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, brewskis, this is the Enchanting Wizard of Rhythm, a Gruet-style ale from our friends at Hourglass Brewing. We're uh, uh, indebted to them. For uh, letting us do for life, shit. For, <laughs> for life, life. forever. Yeah. We, I definitely, I married one of the barbacks, um, the hairiest one. Mm. We really appreciate her every name's time. Charlotte. Um, don't talk about her. So, Bleep sorry. that out. It's okay, sorry. Don't talk about Charlotte. Fuck. Uh, yeah, no, we're we're yeah, we're really appreciative every any time that they let us do this. Um, it's awesome of them, and uh, but we still have to be honest, and they yep. know this. Yeah, and we were there, and we were talking about some of the beers, and we were honest with them about our opinions on some of the stuff. Mm-hmm. And they know this, and they fully expect this. And so uh, I say all that to say that I liked it. <laughs> it was pretty good. <laughs> this was good. Yeah, but Obi, what did you think, sir? Um, uh, definitely out of my wheelhouse, for sure. Yeah. Very funky. It's a very funky beer. You requested funk. Mm-hmm. I got funk, baby. Your Honor, I would like to state for the court that Obesius requested the funk he wanted the funk he said by word funk i want something and i quote funky funky i got funk mm-hmm. um yes yeah, very very funky mm-hmm. very funky there's a lot going on yeah. lots of flavors um there's a uh a bit of a wild wild beer flavor in there it's um you can you can almost taste the fermentation of of everything going on. Mm-hmm. Um, very complex. Not a beginner's beer. No. Um, all that being said, I I really did like it. Uh, I wouldn't recommend it to you if if you're just getting started. But if you've gone on this deep dive of beer like we have, give it a shot. It's really interesting. Super super interesting. It'll take you places. I'm gonna give it a four point five. Nice. Uh, 250 episodes in, baby. That's more than 250 wow. beers because sometimes we've done two, sometimes three. Sometimes three. There was one episode where I think we did four. No way. We did like a whole variety pack. Oh, my goodness. Uh, So it's more than 250 beers. And even that is like 
There was a lot going on with this. Yeah. It is very complex. But I will say that, like, there's some beers where, like, it, it's advertised that you're, spo- you're supposed to like it as, like, a beer person. Yeah. And you get it, and you're just like, it sucks. Like, it's just, <laughs> it's not good. Yeah. I, I get, I get that it's a double IPA, and it's, you know, 10, 20, 40% beer, mm-hmm. whatever. 40% beer. 40%, 40% AB, beer. ABV. I get it. But it's not that good. Yeah. And to Hourglass's credit, so far, the things, the experiments that they're having with with beer and with flavor and with the process, it's been working out for them a lot. Their collaborations are really dope and those are they're working out. So we've said it before, but Hourglass is doing some really, they're doing some really cool shit. Yeah. And with this, the idea of doing a Gruet style ale is... A very uh, traditionalist way of looking at brewing beer, mm-hmm. right? It's like this thing. Even the word "gruit" makes me think of like cavemen discovering yeah. beer. Gruit, yeah, gruit. <laughs> uh, so I'll give it a four. I think it's I think it's really good. It is very complex. Mm-hmm. There's a lot going on. Um, I think a little to its detriment. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will say it's a little bit on the tart side for me. Yeah, that's the only note that I'm getting a little. T- I wish there was something to to balance that out a little bit. Yeah, but and I think it's kind of hard because again, I mean, taste is subjective. Subjective, hundred percent. Yeah, and so you know, you take our word for it, but we are admittedly not big sour guys. No. So if you if you like sours, you might you might dig this more than us. Mm-hmm. Maybe we should get a guy, somebody, not a guy, maybe a girl. Maybe yeah. maybe maybe somebody who doesn't identify as anything. Sure. Somebody, a person, a sour lover, a sour lover. Yeah. It's just so they can kind of balance out. I've had a with, few sour lovers in my life. Yeah, I'll tell you what. They tasted sour. Ugh, come on. You think we got it? I think we got it. All right. I will say a four for myself, a four and a half for you, sir. Yes. This has been the One Baron Podcast. <laughs> For myself, Marco Dupa, for Adam Obesius Rodriguez. Yeah, boy. Thank you guys for listening. Like, share, and subscribe everywhere that podcasts are listening to. Drink delicious beer and have yourself a beautiful evening. We love you. Yeah, we do. Yeah.